Warning, the video or audio you are about to watch or listen to may contain triggering and or sensitive material. Sexual violence and sexual assault are some topics mentioned within this video slash audio. Please be advised. What is up, you guys? My name is Danny. My name is Irma. Y yo soy Graciela Montes. And, and this, this is Let's Talk Pendejadas. As you guys can see, we have our second guest, Graciela Montes. The most amazing, Miss Gorgeous. Uh, <laughs> but I'm super excited for you that you're here like honestly like when the la Soria with Alan's podcast I was super excited yours episode was one of my favorite episodes oh, thank and you. you're so interesting you're so hot ah, like you're always fun you. to be around with I it's know. always a, you know party it up like if I can get a nickel for every single time they say that I would have been rich I would have been asking for welfare <laughs> But yeah, guys, before we get started, you guys already know that we do our segment, Wine of, of the Week. And unfortunately, Graciela, I'm going to put you on the motherfucking spot. <laughs> Yo le dije, Graciela, traite un wine que te gusta. And she's like, I only drink tequila. Ah, ah. toxic. <laughs> He's like, ya no vas a tomar porque te jorneadas. Ah. No, you know what happened when we were leaving the house, dude? Like, there was so much freaking chaos. Like, what I showed you right now. Uh -huh. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, you guys. I was going to be somebody right mm -hmm. now. I was, gonna, I was probably not going to make it. I would have probably been in jail. And I would have no, been like, like Graciela, was... no, we need the podcast. How much is it? Be all out. <laughs> no, neta. Like, there was just so much going on. Y se me fue la onda, dude. I'm no, sorry. it's okay. It's okay. You, but um, you, you guys though. already know <laughs> she is, brought this wine. This is her favorite one. <laughs> but this one is a Hello Kitty Pinot Noir. I don't know if we have this one already. I think we have had it this on this, one... but have you ever tried this one? No. Do you like wine? Todo lo que pendeje. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> Anything with alcohol, and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, so I'm fine with it. What's your favorite wine? So you know what? It's funny because my favorite wine is actually like this really, 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 really cheap wine. And it's from Mexico. Uh -huh. Se llama Lambrusco. Oh, I really she's like, like Corolejo. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you know what? I like wine, but I like the sweet type of wine. Mm. Like for it to be like kind of bitter, kind of sweet. The cheapest wine, I don't understand why, but the cheapest wine has to be honestly most of my favorites. Es el que baja los chones. Uh -huh. So see, it has the most percentage of alcohol. So I mean, I don't care uh, if it's ten dollars. I can grab ten and I'll get drunk. I'm uh, fine. This one, since we have tried it in the past, I'm gonna warn you. It is a little bit bitter, but since you said lo que empeda. You can just drink it. <laughs> okay. no pa arriba, pa abajo, pa centro y pa dentro. Cheers, you guys. It's bitter, huh? It's ah. nice. Oh, yeah? It's bitter. It kind of reminds me of tequila. Ah. <laughs> She's like, let me take a shot right now. No, but like, but like, like, uno that you could actually like, mm -hmm. get bundle, you know? Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it's not that strong. It is bitter, but it's not as bitter as other wines that we've tried before. You have to I admit that. I think this is probably the bitterest one that I've tried personally. Yeah. I like anything rosé, anything sweet, Ooh. anything yeah. Sparkling yes. Like Moscato bomb. type of thing? Yes. I don't know. We just found out about Moscato that's like more of a sweeter wines. So I feel like that's probably the one that you're going to have to try. Okay, I'm going to have to try it. I'm going to have to bring you guys a bottle of Lambrusco though. You guys have to try Ooh, that. Oh, I'm down for oh that. how about we just try it on our next episode? Ooh. I'm down. I'm going to be like Graciela sponsored it. Ah. <laughs> she forgot her wine, so Desde she's sponsoring Tijuana, it. Baja, <laughs> Since I can't go to Mexico, she's going to go to Mexico for me. <laughs> Before we get started, we actually wanted to give a really, really quick shout out to one of our subscribers. So thank you so much to just. G for all the support. Yay. Muchas gracias. Te chupo la chicha al rato. I love you so much. We appreciate you. <laughs> Yo no te prometo chuparte nada, pero gracias por ver. 
<laughs> Literally, I probably after this one, I'm gonna get pretty drunk. Uh, I get really? Drunk. Is it that strong? You know what? I, I'm on an empty stomach too. Oh, chug it. Finish <laughs> <laughs> the whole that. bottle. <laughs> to get started with this episode, of course, Ms. Graciela. Everybody knows that you got your body done and everything, and you look amazing, of course. Thank you. But of course, everybody is usually happy with the results and all that fun stuff. But a lot of people don't mention any bad sides about getting surgery done. Have you had any bad experiences from getting surgery? You know what? In all honesty, health-wise, I actually almost died in Colombia. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, with one of my surgeries, like. Oh. I literally I had to call my mom and be like hey I'm sorry you know that, that was one of the hardest things that I had to do how I feel like current in my current situation I feel like there's more negatives than positives uh -huh. really? at least in my case what do you think are the negatives about it so just overall I'm I'm really tall as mm -hmm. you guys know yeah I'm 5'11 so and then I got my butt done three time and i mean it, it was big you know it's still yeah. big but it's bigger than it should be uh -huh. and people in the street dude could be so freaking like annoying. like disgusting not just disgusting but like i've had so many people literally just like i'm walking by and they're literally like oh hell no yes and it's like that's annoying at least tell me no yeah, honestly no, yeah, yeah. at least be like hey like your ass looks bomb can i at least take a picture of it they're just so rude don't be making like weird comments got to a point that this one time i was gonna actually fight a guy dude it was <gasps> so bad i remember we were just walking around me and my friend like around like the bars area i was wearing some white leggings at the time my butt wasn't this big so i mean this is like an ongoing thing for like a while girl I passed by and he's like, oh, that shit's fucking disgusting. Dude, I literally came back and I was like all up on his fucking face and he was with some like girls. There was going to be like a mess happening uh -huh. right there. I just decided to walk away. I was like, you know what? We have no guys with us. It was like three guys and like five girls. I'm like, somebody's going to get their ass beat and it's probably going to yeah. be me because it's like more of them than, than of me. You were like, you know? as long as I'm defending my honor, I don't give a shit if I get beat up. Yeah. <laughs> That's no. all that really matters. It, it's that type of stuff that really, really bugs me. Like, I know I get get it not everybody's gonna like my body but the person who's supposed to care like doesn't give a fuck about how i look yeah, you know uh -huh. like i get it not everybody's supposed to be on the same page but like why would you go out of your way to make somebody feel uncomfortable about their body like you don't know what that person is going through you know hasta las personas que están malitas o las personas que están gorditas they probably don't like that type of attention you don't know how they're feeling inside it's just out of respect in general like one person has to know how to respect others to fucking know because if not they're just being childish and mm -hmm. And they're just being really immature at that point. Like, yeah. keep your stuff to yourself if you don't have anything nice to say in general. Like, yeah. don't be putting that out on anybody else. As you said, you never know what one person is going through. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, going back to the question of after your surgery, you literally just mentioned you were about to die. What was going on through your head, like, mentally? Did you kind of give up on yourself? Were you like, I regret this shit. Like, I will never do it again. Like, what was mentally going through? through your mind look i'm gonna kind of tell you the whole story of how it even happened and i do not recommend absolutely anybody doing this please don't be dumb oh, no. <laughs> i was on a on my live one day i had just gotten my surgery my first surgery uh -huh. and in all honesty i didn't like what my bbl was looking like it looked very very square very small like it just mm -hmm. didn't look like a damn bbl i went a second time 
to this doctor right mm-hmm. here in Beverly Hills. And he left one of my butt cheeks smaller than the other. <gasps> what so I was like, the yes, that was the second round. So I was like, oh my God, like I, I have to fix this. I can't go back to the same surgeon. Like you already messed up twice. First mm-hmm. time was understandable. He told me I didn't have enough fat, whatever. Second time, my butt was literally like, there was a big difference. So I went on my live and I was talking to everybody like, oh my God, I'm trying to go to Colombia and I'm trying to find a doctor. Mm-hmm. And somebody commented, they're like, oh, we're going to Colombia next month. You want to go? And you were like, yes. I swear, yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes, I literally told her. I was like, send me the flights. Uh-huh. and i'll book my shit right and i did uh-huh. dude Ooh. literally that's and did you night. go by yourself i know that you went with those people but I, did you have like your man around or anything nobody <gasps> nobody it was literally just <gasps> me dude that's so, so scary so before i left to colombia i don't know if this was an instinct or this was just kind of like me making sure everything was gonna be okay but i literally mm-hmm. went to my bank at that time i didn't have my son mm-hmm. so i was like you know what this is my mom's name this is her social security if something happens to me she could come and claim whatever i have here oh my god I, and i left like that you yeah. know so that was like kind of like a gut feeling in a way yes kind of that's what i'm saying like i don't know if it was a gut feeling or it was just or like just a... me taking precautions you know oh. yeah so i ended up going by myself over there and when we were over there once i got my surgery done me quedé en una casa donde te cuidaban te lavaban mm-hmm. la ropa te daban de comer te daban los masajes so uh-huh. my conclusion was as a cuenta these are your butt cheeks right uh-huh. you know like where your crack is uh-huh. i had an incision right above the crack okay. oh, shit. so that incision they had to open it like i don't remember it was on a daily basis but i had to get my lymphatic massages and why did they have to open it so it could drain oh, like oh, any okay, liquid okay. that was inside so, uh-huh. desinflamar. Uh-huh. so every time they had to like puncture it with something and they would drain me and you would just see me like squirting like out blood out. everywhere oh my god <laughs> I didn't think much of it. And then I started feeling like my back all stiff. Yeah. La faja was so uncomfortable. And me in my head, I was like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. se supone que ya me tengo que estar desinflamando. So more days went by. I went to sleep one day and I woke up with the fever, dude. I remember it was 105.2. Oh my God. Like, I, I think there's, I think at 106. Yeah. I you think, get yeah. like a, like a heart attack uh-huh. or something. Oh no, like, it's a seizure. It's a seizure. Yeah, te estás yeah. cosiendo, basicamente. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I remember I started telling my nurses, like, I'm not feeling well. He said, me empezó, dude, I hinchado espalda. It came oh all God. the way to my stomach. Like, the infection was already coming around my stomach. Y un día me senté en la cama. Like, they left me like that, like, for two days. They would give me medication. They were probably like, there's probably something that, that not that wrong you right. know y siento que también a como me fueron haciendo los masajes siento que posiblemente me lastimaron i mean i don't want no quiero echar culpas donde no you know yeah, yeah. at the end of the day we didn't know exactly what happened uh-huh. and it got to a point that i sat on my bed one day and i literally me desmayé <gasps> Me desmayé y me llevaron al hospital And I hadn't talked to my mom like in about a week Because I didn't want to answer her oh, FaceTime calls Oh my god So they literally had to call my mom And be like, su hija se está muriendo <gasps> Dude, no Oh my yes. god, your mom yes, Oh my dude, god I feel so bad because as you guys know Like my sister's passed away uh-huh. So like in the back of my head Like, yeah, I was worried about what was happening But I, in the back of my head, I was like, oh my god, my mom Yeah, yeah. Your Like mom. I don't want to have my mom go through this Like, why? So I literally, I had to to call my mom and oh my god dude that was hard i literally i'm sure mom estoy mala y no sé si voy a hacerla y perdóname she started crying 
I do. Oh my God, it breaks my heart to just think about it. Like, despedirte de tus papás over something that you know was your fault is so horrible. Like, no, it's yeah. una emoción tan fuerte. Like, it's not, you can't even explain it. Like, it's such yes. a fucking heartbreaking moment right there. And the doctor, despierta, dude, he had to open my back. Oh my he, God. They, yeah, they literally had me on my side. I remember they numbed the place a little bit where they were going to open. Mm -hmm. Y me hicieron una incisión, like, about an inch. And when he started draining that liquid out of my back, dude, oh Ooh. my God. You know what it kind of felt like? Like, if he had, like, something hot. I screamed into the pillow, dude. And the second, yo estaba pálida. And the second that they flushed that out, mi color me regresó. Oh my God. Yeah. He literally saved your life, like, yeah. right then and there. He literally did. That's crazy. And I had to stay in the hospital overnight. And then my mom sent my tia from Mexico and my prima from Mexico because my mom couldn't go. That's, it was horrible. That's scary as fuck. Yeah. Right. So, nunca hagan, like, decisiones arrebatadas. Yo like, tenía... do your research. It's okay. Yes. It's okay to take your time. Even if you don't, like, do it within the month or the time frame that you want it, take your time yeah. and research because that's the most important You know, that when Annette got her body done, you know, and Alan is thinking about it as well, it's kind of like, I have always told both of them, you know, realistically, this is one of the riskiest surgeries, surgeries you guys can get. It's a life the or BBL, death. Right? Yeah, yeah, the BBL. So I told them, you guys need to do your research. You guys, I do not want to get a call. You know, I don't want to talk to our family and say something that you know because of your guys's choices and then they're gonna blame themselves and then they're gonna blame others and you know what this isn't a blame game but that's what's gonna happen no, that's yeah. reality of it if you ever are thinking about getting surgery you know <laughs> be like be careful you guys even if you guys are trying to go to tijuana there's some um, good surgeries there don't get us wrong like yeah don't get us wrong there's places that you could literally lose your life now that we you know that you touched a little bit of the subject of weird ass people take pictures of you people are weird Girl, every <laughs> single time that i see you post them like i wanted like jump on like inside and just want to <laughs> fuck them up and you know Real. what i hate the most is que son grown ass men mm -hmm. that's what pisses me off the most oh my gosh dude parecen viejas verduleras you would they're expect, worse than women you yeah. would expect for the woman to be like ew bitch you know uh -huh. but it's the men it's like bitch did you pay for it what i didn't fuck? think you could anyway uh -huh. it's not like you're gonna be hitting it at the end of the day <laughs> no really like honestly like every single time that i see it me da como que asco that people in this world do that and you know going back to most of the topics that we talk about here on the show is that people don't know what respect is either alguien no enseñó or it's just not common sense to them it's it like stupidity me as a guy I never think about that I never look at someone I'm like I'm gonna take a picture I'm gonna take a picture I'm gonna take a picture I'm fucking talk shit I kind of just just like okay I'll just judge but that's it yeah. but like I won't take a picture exactly. it's disgusting you know what happened to me not that long ago actually have you guys been to the uh, outlets right here in Cabazon Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I was like just minding my own business. I was ordering this freaking ice cream. Y estaban dos morrillas ahí. A risa y risa. And I already knew what it was. You know? uh -huh. They fucking laugh at my butt. And I was like, okay, I was like, fucking weird people. Yeah. So, yeah, me hice para atrás. And tell me why the girl got her ice cream. And she literally, her back was facing me. Mm -hmm. And the girl was like, 
and i got so mad i literally walked up to her i was like i'm sorry i was like do you want a picture with me or something i was like you want to take a picture uh no i was like i just seen you i was like you're taking a freaking picture of me y se hacen como pendejos no they do it. they they're, don't they're like, no, 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 nunca. i would never of course not please yes. <laughs> no and no. it's it's so stupid you know i have seen a, in a lot of occasions mostly men i'm gonna be 100 honest with you mostly True. men take pictures of women um no matter how they look i don't understand what's the whole point of taking pictures of random women like it's kind of weird and it's kind of disgusting that's ¿no crees? sick it no is. it really means- is Imagínate, nomás me los imagino todos pendejos en la noche ahí jalándose el la... <laughs> No, <laughs> it really is. No. Honestly. I swear to God, ¿y para qué? Porn is free. Exactly. Go on Google. Yeah. There you go. Like... You can find literally everything you're looking for online. Yeah. You know, me as a standby person, when I see it, I just kind of just don't know what to do. Yeah. I don't know if I should go up to them and be like, you need to delete that fucking photo. It's not right. Or me quedo callado porque, it's, you know, people are fucking crazy. No, yeah. You know, like, and you have so much boss to do it and dude, i implore you for that dude Fuck honestly yo yes. soy like this lady that i just showed you right now yeah mm-hmm. that shit pissed me off i wanted her to get off in the middle of the freaking street and i'll fuck ooh. her up we're just waiting to grab her from the greñas real quick I'll and drag her let her meet god for about five seconds <laughs> Fuck yes you're like i saw god too so you're gonna see him for a bit too yeah, <laughs> no. it's because you know what i feel that's the problem with a lot of people that you don't face it you, yeah like that's in chingadera si te quedas callado la neta te lo juro siempre he sido así me cae gordo la gente que se anima a hacer chingaderas just in general mm. i like confronting people like hey why did you do this uh-huh. yeah. what is the reason like what like just because you want to be a piece of shit i don't think so yeah well do you remember your first instance when you stood up to someone for that exact scenario do you remember the very very first one honestly <gasps> like i remember this really Really bad incident that happened in San Francisco, dude. I was inside a 7-Eleven. Young, you could tell he was like a little wannabe street thug. Uh-huh. He was walking around the whole freaking 7-Eleven behind me. Like I noticed he was like walking behind me, so I was trying to make time. Right. We were already in there like 15 freaking minutes and he was doing the same shit. So I was like, okay, well, I was like que sea lo que Dios quiera. Me puse a pagar, en chinga me salí, and when I was opening my car door, dude, tell me why he comes behind, slaps me, and like, lifts <gasps> my ass. Bitch! And I literally, dude, I was so mad, and I apenas tenía, like, estaba recién operada, like, one of my first surgeries, and I got so mad, I literally grabbed my car door and lo empujé. Good! I'm sorry, but I'm no, so shocked. No, people could be so, like, I just, digo, like, hay de todo. Mm-hmm. Hay gente que se burla de mis nalgas, hay gente que toma video, hay gente que les gusta hay gente pervertida hay de todo <gasps> so I, I I'm just kind of I don't want that attention no more I really I want to get rid of my ass I really do and plus it's really hard to find clothes already in general yeah, like I'm not I'm not like a like a heavy girl Mm-mm. pero large extra large doesn't freaking fit me like in in pants size yeah but no no me queda nada I hate people I really hate people too because honestly I feel like that just ruins like the whole like enjoying your body and like doing all that stuff like you can't love yourself or anything if people are going to continue on fucking like bickering pointing out all your fucking shit like why like what is the reason? Yeah, no, yeah. What is the reason uh-huh. and a lot of people will be like oh well, just let it go it's Girl. like yeah it, it's easier to say it than to do it exactly like my husband gets mad at me when I get mad over shit like that but I'm like dude like ponte en mi lugar and then you'll understand yeah. it's literally the first few times it didn't bug me right now it bugs the shit out of me no I bet just imagine going up to a guy and just grabbing his cock yeah. just imagine that no like, really, really <laughs> a ver dame, dame. dame. yo me lo quiero 
you know you know what would be a good idea for one day that if somebody's recording me or like they're taking pictures i should just come back and start taking pictures of his penis Ay, chiquitita. that wouldn't be a bad idea Fine. i would enjoy taking pictures of digs <laughs> the bigger the bulge the better hasta pa acá chiquito ahorita les paso las fotos no dude people could be so like oh yeah it's disgusting you know moving on with the whole like having your body done and stuff you are an influencer of course Ah. what has the influencer life taught you and what are some downfalls that social media has caused you mentally yeah so actually like the positive stuff is that social media literally taught me how to hustle you know for a fact that social media is not just una entrada de dinero like you literally have to be you work a lot yes you work a lot for everybody who thinks it's not a real job it's a real job trust me just editing itself like video it takes editing all day yes yeah. it's a it's a job on its own uh-huh so for you like it, it takes a lot for you to be able to juggle like a real job plus social media plus mm-hmm. youtube plus and if you have your own business and like if you have to worry about your relationship and then your family. house your family there's so much into it that to the point where you're like this stress and it's like so much pressure like i feel like you get so much pressure from just being an influencer because people are expecting you to like upload where the the, the pictures and like all this stuff you know what i mean and then from the backlash but i feel like it does make you a stronger yes, person it, there's a lot of backlash dude for anything you say one thing wrong people are already after you at the end of the day can't they understand that we're people too we we just have a big following Uh because we're not celebrities we're Mm -hmm. Literally, que se cuide la Kylie Jenner, que se cuide la Kim Kardashian. Uno, pues, we're just people with a lot of followers. At the end of the day, we could commit mistakes too. Yeah, yeah no, it really yeah. is that. And people just don't understand that. And uh, they will catch you off guard just to cancel you. Oh, yeah. People online are so sensitive for cualquier cosa que haces. And it, that takes a whole toll on your body because it's like, tú no lo miras mal, pero la gente lo mira mal. No, and yes. then it's like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Yeah, I there's stuff that. que uno toma como un joke that mm-hmm. people will be like, oh, hell no, you said... Uh, that the green light is, green light is ugly then i don't like you no more it's like it's like the, what that's my opinion though exactly not everybody you know what it is you know what it is it's so annoying how there's like a lot of people i'm not saying everybody mm-hmm. but there's a lot of people that will be like oh my god influencers are so fake oh my god you guys need to be more real and when we try to be more real that's when we get the freaking backlash uh-huh, like, make uh-huh. up your freaking mind yeah no it. really make up your fucking mind about it because it's like you want us to be the most authentic person that you want us and to be we really do and we really do and then you don't like it and i'm like so you like the fake one uh, you like the fake one (laughs) and that's really what it is that's where it takes a a bigger mental toll on us we need to put on this persona we need to be this actor if you really think about it and even if we do that they like they still anyway try to manipulate the situation try Uh to get one clip from the other crop out little things that were like initially said that supposedly wasn't said like so much shit people post online is just fucking ridiculous and i don't know like this whole influencer thing like i could definitely tell it's a lot to fucking handle it really does and it's toxic it's It's a very toxic toxic environment so if you are thinking about being a motherfucking influencer (laughs) work motherfucking hard yes Yes. get your bag up yes make sure you have thick Thick ass skin 
skin, thick ass skin, like a pig. <laughs> no, yeah. Be mentally prepared. Because in este mundo, you guys know that there's a lot of shit that happens behind the scenes yeah. mm-hmm. that we can't talk about, or that just for not burning somebody out, yeah. or not or, having... or stuff that's very sensitive. Yeah, like I can't talk about. It. You know, this is why I kind of wanted to do this podcast with Irma because me and Irma like to talk about sensitive stuff that not a lot of people like to. And you know, if you don't fucking like it, then I'm so sorry. This isn't the show for you. Yeah. But like I said, where if you don't talk about it, it doesn't get normalized. And then at the end of the day, you know, it gets kind of like erased from that normality of it. And it just doesn't go with your normal standards, if that makes sense. It does. <laughs> I know that's very true because for whatever's normal for me might be like out of Abnormal the scene for, for you guys. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like something that I can say a lot, like, you know, Alan is very used to talking, you know, and cussing in front of his family and stuff like that. But that's not normal in front of my family. Mine I would either. never cuss in front of my mom or anything like that. But that just goes to show we all have different personas we all have different mindsets and like that's your opinion if you don't like it there's obviously other videos or other entertainers that you can watch there's Going, somebody out there for everybody yeah no, there's literally out there for everybody there's different chocolate out there for everybody and there's different <laughs> fucking shows like i said we here at let's talk about the how we talk about very very sensitive stuff that unfortunately a lot of people don't like to hear i like to bring up the topic about stuff like that because it is it's not that it's not normalized it's just it's very scared to talk about and that is where it comes my question i have a little anxiety talking about this because i am in the same boat as you so this is the first time where i'm talking about it it's just a lot that's going through my mind right now i remember you mentioning in alan's podcast on noche de pendejadas that unfortunately you were raped when you were younger and you know if you do feel comfortable talking about it i would love to know you know what was your mental state before and after everything went on and you know how did your family take it did you feel like you changed so much as a woman after everything happened this question is crazy <laughs> it's i know crazy. me too i have no, like so much anxiety too about no, it I mean, it's crazy because you just triggered like something different in me nobody had ever really asked me like how did it affect me how i was before or you know mm-hmm. when you just asked me nobody has ever asked me and now that i'm thinking about it, i'm like holy shit i became a whole person possibly because of that mm-hmm. i'm not gonna talk about like details how of course, it happened because that's like very 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 it's sensitive. heavy it's yeah. heavy on me i try to be as strong as i can but then there's some stuff getting on but i got sexually abused when i was 13 oh my god 13, 12 or 13 i think it was 13 and like to put it into perspective when you're 12 or 13 you're barely starting off like freshman you're, year yeah. getting out of eighth grade i was actually i think i was in seventh or eighth oh, grade oh my god yeah oh, oh so yeah. yeah eighth grade eighth seventh grade seventh mm-hmm. or eighth grade yeah. i don't remember it basically was by somebody who worked at LAUSD. It, it was horrible, honestly. After everything, I I became basically a rebel child. I never told my mom. You know, like in the Hispanic community, mm-hmm. that's something very sensitive to mm-hmm. talk about. Yeah, because you don't know... Um, if they're even going to believe you. Even if they're going to believe you or they're going to attack you. Yeah. Because that's really what it is. In a Hispanic household, that's what it is. They'd rather be like, no, no. That's pendeja, no. That's pendeja. Para mi que no, nada más quieres atención. Yeah. And that's what becomes scary. And that's where I say, like, you know, these type of things need to be talked about because this is very serious stuff. Nobody is going to tell you this because they want attention. This yes. is very fucking serious. Or people that they just don't want to deal with it. Que se quedan así, like, no, no, no. They rather ignore it. And it's messed up. And, you know, in my case, after everything happened, I did become a rebel child. Now that you brought it to my attention, I started ditching school a lot. I would hop from school to school. And what put the cherry on the top was when I was in ninth grade i believe 
ninth. Yes, it was ninth grade. Um, this person still kept on stalking me. Oh my and God. yes, it's crazy because I had told one of my friends. And I remember at the time, this friend's mom worked that subway right around the corner of my house. So in the mornings, we would walk to school. We would stop by subway to get ourselves a little lunch. Mm -hmm. And then we would walk to school, you know? So one time I was, I was in uh, subway. I was already in high school. I was already trying to like mentalize myself out of it trying to like keep up with my life yeah. and i remember i was standing and the the door was like i was facing my back was facing the door uh -huh. and i had told my friend about like what had happened with this, uh, this individual yeah. that worked at LAUSD, and she basically she was facing me my back was facing the door and i don't know where she she goes and i was like what like what happened so i turned around and it's this dude <gasps> Dude, I literally, I turned, I didn't say anything, and I literally walked to the back because her mom was a manager at, at Subway. <laughs> so I literally, I walked to the back and I was tripping the hell out. I stayed there probably like for 10 minutes. And I wanted him to go away because I was like, what, like what the hell like it's been a while since i yeah. last seen this person like what's going on so i waited inside like for 10 minutes and then he left and then i walked to school that day and i remember that day if i'm not mistaken it was at school some little freaking kid told me i have to tell you something i was like yeah i was like what happened he's like remember the security guard uh uh your middle school uh -huh. i was like yeah He's like, oh, he told me to tell you that magic is looking for you. <gasps> Dude, that, I, I literally, like, I was just like, a la madre. That's when I decided to leave school. I basically, I went to another high school. Mm -hmm. And then I went to continuation school. And then from continuation school, I went to another school. And that's when everything went down. Because once I was at that last school, se llamaba Aguilar. It was like a little continuation kid for like the trouble kids at that time when i was in that school i really 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 enjoyed uh street racing and i was 17 i remember it was probably like a month before my 18th birthday and i was out and about street racing and out of nowhere i get this message on facebook oh my god and it's this guy again <gasps> dude after so many years like i was literally already living my life like you know you. and yes and this guy basically he sends me a whole sorry letter and da 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 and I got scared, dude. Yeah. I got really scared because he made a whole fake page dedicated to me. <gasps> Wait, yes. what the fuck? Yeah, so he made like himself a whole fake page. He put pictures. He put like stuff on. He had no friends, no nothing. That facebook page was just dedicated for me to see it oh my god that's like and horror movie shit like and i was like oh my god i was like i'm about to turn like i didn't want to say anything honestly mm -hmm. and i know there's a lot of people like oh my gosh you guys i can't sweat this enough and it pisses me off that it has to be like this yeah. there's a lot of people out there a lot of girls a lot of guys that don't freaking open their mouth because and the tener el miedo que yo tuve y mi miedo era Oh my God, if I open my mouth right now, they're going to take me away from my mom. They're going to mm -hmm. put me in foster care. Yeah. Hell no. Open your mouth. Say something. I was so scared, but I was like, I can't let this slide by. I called the school and I was like, hi. I was like, I want to talk to the counselor. Is it possible? And she's like, yeah, yeah, you could have come in today. But honestly, she's like, I only have like 10, 15 minutes for you because I have something to do. I have somewhere to be. I was like, okay so i went in and i was like i was like i don't know how to tell you and she's like like we'll make it quick you know she was very sensitive about the subject Se quedó la señora, like like what are you telling me like so, shocked about what yeah, just happened so i i told her i was like you know what i was like i don't know how to tell you but look i was like i got like raped 
by somebody uh-huh. in middle school, somebody who works for the school district. This guy had has stalked me before. I moved schools. Now I'm over here and he's stalking me again. I was like, I'm I'm scared. I don't like it. I was like, I never wanted to say anything because I I yo tenía el miedo ese que me quitaran de con mi mamá. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I'm a month away from turning 18. Let like, it be, van a hacer? Uh-huh. Let it be what God wants it to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we, it just took off from there. That day, dude, she told me she had 10, 15 minutes for, for me. She ended up staying at the school. I think it was probably like 8, 9 at night. <gasps> Llegaron, oh my fucking yes. God. Yes. Well, thank you to cops. her because... Yeah. Yes. I had to tell one, the counselor, the whole story, dude, literally from the time that I first came face to face with this person, who he was and everything. Mm-hmm. She wrote everything down. She's like, okay, now I have to call the cops and you have to say the story all over again. Oh, oh my, my gosh, dude. It was very, very explicit to the point that they can't be like, oh, he inserted his private part into your private part. No, they'll be like, he inserted his penis, his erect penis in your vagina. Like, stuff like that yeah like very so detailed expl- gruesome yes and you know what it was crazy because the cop that that was doing that um he was the dad y el otro también y el otro like he almost cried he's like i'm sorry i'm so sorry i cannot listen to this oh like i have a daughter God. he's like this is very hard for me to listen to like especially something that happens like within the school district yeah. at yeah. school well you think your kids are safe you yeah. know what i mean it's yes. just even a lot harder you know talking about this whole situation just kind of like you know it gives me a lot of goosebumps and it just kind of takes my breath away because it's like like just keep going back to everything that you know you have said and irma has taken it's just it's so hard to talk about it and it's so hard to think about it and it's just also super hard to fucking understand it and hear it a lot of people will never understand and that's what that's what i always have said about this type of topic has been that it's not for everyone to be able to hear it but unfortunately it needs to be talked about because and, it happens a lot and it can't continue and, that way and i'm telling you guys right now and in a, i'm so glad that my mom in my situation she was very very supportive about it and you know we we got to do what we got to do about it but i have seen it with a lot of my friends and you know and my family that it has happened to them as well and they told me the exact same story i was so scared because i thought my parents were gonna get taken away from my parents they were not gonna believe me i was either gonna get abused by my parents because of that situation or you know they just kind of just don't give a fuck and they move on with their day and that just kind of fucking traumatizes you so hard when it happened to me i was i was a lot younger than you were i was maybe like eight or nine years old and i don't really remember so much about it and you know till this day i don't really remember so much about it because i was so young i didn't understand it then i understand it now but you know one part of me i'm so happy you know unfortunately the way that i'm gonna say it does sound wrong but i'm so happy that in my situation it didn't happen to me at that age because i don't remember much about it the only thing that i can remember about it was that i was forced other than that i don't remember anything going forward because my when that happened to me my mind kind of just went blank and i totally understand you and i understand where you're coming from like i hope it doesn't sound wrong to like a lot of people Mm -hmm. but like it's gonna sound wrong thankfully it happened to you at that age because Mm -hmm. at my age right now like i'm fucked i remember details Mm -hmm. you know and it's something that 
messes your mind up mentally. It, it, it basically you it, put yourself at fault or at it some, most of the time. If like, and you know, that's another thing that when I did speak to the counselor, when I did speak to police, when I did speak to my lawyers, everybody told me because I was stuck in. I was like, oh my god, what did I do? I put somebody in jail. Like that yeah. person has a daughter. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh my, like a lot went through my mind, and everybody kept on telling me, hey. You need to chill. Please understand that none of this is your fault. Mm-hmm. And I, at the time, I couldn't understand it. I was like, oh my God, this is my fault. Why did I open my mouth? Like, I felt so bad. But now I think about it, dude. And I was a fucking child. God forbid. Like, if somebody were to do that to my child. Girl, you have, I, I do the exact same like, thing. No. I have said the exact same thing to myself. I always tell my little brother, you fucking let me know. If children. I have to fucking kill somebody, I don't give a no. shit. Yeah. I would rather fucking go to jail for fucking killing someone than have and you see all that shit happen because I will defend your ass no matter fucking what. These people are disgusting. No wonder that when they go to jail, these people fucking die because oh, yeah. they are fucking disgusting and I will always fucking say that. And it's crazy because sometimes they don't die, dude. The mm-hmm. stuff that gets, that happens in jail, that, like, uh-huh. they'll fucking rape them, dude. With no, really? Yeah. I really wonder, Irma and Danny, what type of person it takes to, what type of disgusting mentality do you have to have to be attracted to children? Yeah. No, honestly. Or having the act of being able to think like that. Like, that's not okay. It's, it's not like o- a psychological thing in their brain. Like, they're just mentally not okay. Mm-hmm. It's just <sighs> gross. It pisses you off. It yeah. pisses you off. You have nothing to say to it. This person that, that did that to me, he got 10 years. I, I personally felt like it was very little time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I- Oh, yeah and you know what and dude? to this day i kid you not i'm scared to the po- when he comes out because he's about to come out in like a year and a half and that's also something that you know oh. i'm so glad that you brought that up in our justice system these type of people do not get the right no it's fucked punishment. up the system is fucked up because even after like they do their sentence they're just they're gonna the get released uh-huh. they're just gonna have like a little registration of like oh sexual predator but it's not like anybody could just like scan them and it'll pull up or mm. anything of that sort that Deberían de tener castigos más severos. Más uh-huh. Yes, because that's why people keep doing it. Porque yes. en Dubai, dude, en Dubai no... El they crimen, don't let that happen. Yes, el crimen de allá es que no trabajes. They uh-huh. have like five people oh, in jail. Oh, shit. Fuck. Like that because they're so very good. severe with their with their, their castigos. Yeah. Shit. No, I would have done that. I I would do that if I was president of the United States. Pedophiles would not work in this country. Danny, twenty twenty four. When's the next election? <laughs> I think next year. Probably? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I can't even vote because I'm illegal. <laughs> but we are actually at the end of our podcast. Honestly, I had so much fun, Graciela. Like you have no idea. I love you guys. I honestly like. I wish you guys the best in this podcast thank you thank you i feel like there's a lot of stuff that people want to talk about that is kind of uncomfortable or Mm -hmm. people that just don't mention it i know there's a lot of people that are going to relate on here and please don't don't be dumb like i know people are gonna probably like it's easier to say uh yeah it's easier said than done Uh but don't be dumb if you guys are going through something like this don't be scared if you're younger than 18 no they're not gonna take you away from your parents Mm. if your parents do not support you girl or guy reach out to us yeah, yeah we'll reach out to we'll us. We'll fucking figure it out. But this, this just know you're like, not. Yeah, you're not alone. You're, you're not, not alone. alone. There's a lot more people that are in your situation than you think. And unfortunately, remember, unfortunately, yeah. But um, just remember, you know, you are not alone. There is always some type of help that is out there. And you know, if you are scared, just try to be brave enough for yourself and be brave to speak up about it. Because I have always said this: if you don't speak out about it, the worst thing that can happen 
happen is someone either saying no or they're not going to believe you. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if they don't believe you, as long as you believe it in yourself and you can walk out of there and be the strongest person that you are, kudos to you, Miss Thang, because yes. it takes so much, so much to be able to have this thick ass skin and walk around like nothing ever happened to you. I actually wanted to add something really quick yeah. because this not it doesn't just happen to younger kids and younger people. I got roofied, dude. Once <gasps> I was freaking 21 or 22, I was at a, at a high-end bar, actually. What? And I got roofied. So this could happen to anybody. I literally, I had one drink and then we had some wine. Mm -hmm. And I drank it. Two minutes later, dude, I was just foggy. I was bad. And it was the guy that was talking to my friend that <gasps> had roofied me. Locker. So he was trying to like entertain her while he did whatever the hell he did to my drink. And after I started feeling wrong, I told my friend, I was like, you know what? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And the guy was like, oh, I have an apartment down the street. You could take her there or you could go home and I'll take her. Ew. And I was like, oh, hell. And I was like, Llevame la casa. I do not remember how I got home. I swear to you. Oh you know, it's crazy. Never in my life has that happened. And it's happened more often than you think because even my friend when we were out clubbing and stuff she literally got roofied as well and we were curious why she was knocked out in the back of the, my car because she didn't want to come in to eat after we left and it's because of that she be careful roofied. you guys alrighty guys I hope you guys enjoyed this thank you so much to the subscriber <laughs> I'm trying to do this as quick as possible because it's about to die um, make sure but, you subscribe by the way yeah <laughs> so don't forget to subscribe to all of my social medias at call me danny at or my tits xo at Graciela Montes underscore. Uh, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Bye, Bye guys. guys.